When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a Smooth Soul Monday, which means my man Patrick playing jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans whose team may be dealing with a loss over the weekend. That was Texas basketball. Uh, also, Texas baseball. Even though they won the series, they did lose game three. Um, and Coach Pierce a little disappointed in his squad after losing game three. Uh, they got a big matchup coming up tomorrow versus LSU, so we'll talk to my man Harge about that uh, coming up here momentarily. You can be a part of the show on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. Also, Austin FC. Speaking of, teams taking an L. Uh, their home opener of the season, um, they took a loss to an expansion franchise in St. Louis City FC. So we'll talk about that coming up next segment and get into a little Austin FC discussion. All right, gentlemen, Texas basketball, men's basketball team, by the way, uh, lost to Baylor over the weekend. Speaking of, Texas basketball versus Baylor. The women are playing Baylor right now. Uh, they are up 9-8, to eight, and you can actually hear the women on 105 through the fan. happening right now? Not 1053, the bat, sorry. The bat. Yes, 1053, the bat. The bat. <laughs> sorry. Craig Way on the call. Craig Way on the call, the voice of the Lord. Yeah, the the hardest working dude. He pulled double seen. duty uh, last week. Yeah, right? he's not afraid of it. Did a basketball it, no. game and a baseball game in the same day? Same day. Oh, he, same. Did, he did three innings of the first, uh, the home opener. Wow. And then went over to basketball. Got stuck in the garage trying to get out. Oh, no. Had a yeah. home. Come on Hold now. On, we can't get we can't get an escort for Craig Way? Oh, they couldn't even open the gates today. There, <laughs> oh, there was some, no. some logistical problems at the first baseball game. Let's put it oh, that way. No, we need, Craig Way needs a police escort when he's going to pull double duty like that. What's so we can that? just, you know, dismiss all of the other. Uh, BS, man. Get him a police escort. Boom. Just put him, take him right there. Probably on the, put him on a motorcycle. Just put yep. Craig Way on the back. Boom. And then take the officer of the law right there. Because wait, yep. it's yep. across like the a, highway. Huh? From Dishfuck to Moody yeah, is across nothing. the highway now. Yeah, so it's nothing. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. why can't we just get him a police escort? I think we need to get him a police escort if his truck with like three cop cars around him like the presidential. <laughs> See, that's too much. I'm just saying get Craig Way, hop <laughs> on the back, much. hop on the back of a police uh a police uh, motorcycle and then just you know take him over there real quick. Yep, yep. Real quick, fast, and you know, we can get Craig Way where he needs to be. Uh, I love that though. Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns, he is one of the hardest working per- people I'll know in this business. Um but let's talk about the Texas men. Losing to Baylor over the weekend on the road. It was a game that, if I had told you hard prior to the matchup, that Texas was going to have an 18 4 lead at one point. That Keontae George, the leading scorer, I don't know if he's the best player, he's definitely one of, the, one of their best players, but he's going to be go highest in the draft. Exactly, yeah. So he's well, exactly yeah. uh, lead scorer for the Baylor Bears. He's going to be a lottery pick. If I told you they. 
in the first half would lose him for the rest of the game. And I told you Texas would force 21 turnovers against the Baylor Bears. You would probably ask me how much Texas won by. So did they cover? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They must have covered. They did not, Harris. <laughs> they did not cover. As a matter of fact, they lost 81-72, and uh, most of it due to a drought. Uh, and I don't know if it's a, it, it might. It's got to be the longest drought of the year. I it can't has remember to be because Texas basketball having a long. We would have complained about it. Then for sure, I won longer than eight minutes. No doubt about it. Uh, an eighteen. I'm uh, sorry, an eight minute drought by Texas led to a 16-0 run by Baylor. Um, and that's that's pretty much all she wrote. They never really were able to to harness and grasp the momentum after they lost it after being up eighteen four and allowing Baylor to come all the way back. Um, and then once Baylor came back, that was pretty much all all she wrote. Yeah, and and we talked about this in the first hour where we were trying to figure out how you're not in that drought. How are you not trying to get to the free throw line? Because the free throw line will slow down any rush that another team have if you can mm-hmm. get to the free throw line it slows the momentum down slows the game down and that is the one thing that I think Texas doesn't do enough of when they are having those droughts at one point this year they were going through a four minute drought they did that multiple times did, this yeah. year and then this time an eight minute drought which is not what you ever want to see especially in a game like that where you know that Baylor Lost two games in a row, so you kind of knew that they were going to fight a little bit harder because that's something that Baylor doesn't normally do. But you also have to look at the fact, too, that if Dylan DeSue takes 15 shots in a game, that's not normally how the team is drawn up. You don't look at it that way. And so those are some of the things that I was trying to figure out is like, okay, what can they have done differently? Well, not go through that drought get stops, and get more points off of those turnovers yeah. that they cause. Only 16 points off 21 turnovers yeah. is a crazy number. I don't That's know, not a good look. I don't know how that happens. Right. Uh, and Patrick was talking about how they, they, they basically don't run enough in those situations. They need to try to run and try to get out and transition. And once they allow the defense yep. to set up their half-court defense, um, that's when Texas gets a little bogged down. But in addition to the 21 turnovers, only 16 points off of those 21 turnovers, you brought it up, Harge, the free-throw shooting, yeah. the disparity was mind-blowing because Baylor actually uh, ended up making more free-throws than you shot right? than you attempted. Right. That is... That's one of those stats. I remember Chris Beard always saying he wanted that to be a stat that they had in their favor. Um, but any time that a team it makes more free throws than you attempt, I, I think your point is is more than valid that, yeah, you guys did a poor job of getting to the free throw line, initiating contact, manufacturing points, especially when you had an eight-minute drought, which right. means you, none of your offensive sets were working. Right, the shooting was off. Everybody right. was off. Then, what's the easiest way to try to end this drought and get some points on the board? Get to the free throw. Get line. to the free throw line. Create some kind of action because it's not like they weren't calling fouls because Baylor went to the free throw line twenty nine times, and that is with their best player not being there. So they were trying to get into the paint. They were being more physical. They out rebounded you by ten rebounds as well. So those are the types of things that every time you look at it, you're like, what can we do differently? That's it. That's okay. what you do differently. Change the flow of it. And then I, I posed this question to you guys earlier. Do you think that Marcus Carr has played so many minutes that his legs are now faltering him when at the crucial time? Because 
you know, he was fought what three of ten from the field and two of nine from three point land. And and he was short. And he would a couple of them he missed badly. So I'm wondering if his legs are so tired that when he's elevating, he feels like he's got to be stronger towards the basket to where it's not in the same rhythm in which he was shooting before. And I don't know. I mean, I know that they're high tech over there. They got all the things of recovery. But no matter what, you still get tired. Yeah, and I mean, I know that they got a day off this week as well. They played it, uh, you know, an earlier game of the week. I, I don't know if it's so much tired as I think this is something that Marcus Carr has had and a lot of guys on this team have, that they just get shell-shocked on the road. And at home, they're much better at coming back from it. Yeah, But there's some of these road games, especially against good teams, where they get shell-shocked and they just get wide-eyed. And they're trying to do things to come back, and they just don't look like the same team anymore. And there's not that instilled confidence of success in them. Of we have you know consistent success on the road, so we can go in and we know even when we get down we can come back and fight. They've done it against lesser teams, but we've seen them and they just get shell shocked. And man, they had that drought and it just looked like it kept getting worse and yeah. worse during that drought. And thank God they scored before half, <laughs> right? Because if you go in the half and you're like, oh, we haven't scored in half of a half, <laughs> exactly. we basically played the second quarter of this game scoreless, <laughs> exactly. Which they did anyway, practically, right. but right. You, that that's the kind of thing where you just have to go, guys. You are good enough. What do I have to tell you to make you believe that you're good enough that you can go back and play with some of that confidence and you mm-hmm. get it home? You can't. You as much as the Moody Center can f- make you thrive when you're at home, you need to forget about the fans when you're on the road, right? And you have to be able to have those differences. And I'm not sure that this team has had enough success on the road that they have that confidence built. And you better get it quick because you have one home game left. Right. That's it. And then you know where else you're going? Everyone hates you because I'll tell you what, when you go to the Big 12 tournament, you know who every single one of those teams hates the most? Texas. You know, when you go to uh, the national tournament and and the the next game after you, people are still sitting there and it's two other random teams, you know who they're probably going to be rooting for? The other team than Texas. (laughs) So you are going to be on the short end. Now your fans will travel. So you'll be able to have your fan base at all these places a little bit better than the the just straight-up road games. But it's still going to be a hostile crowd pretty much everywhere you're at for the rest of the season other right. than Kansas game. I mean, Texas is essentially a 500 team away from the mood. Yes. That's what, yeah, they, they have not shown the consistency. They are 2-1 and one neutral games and are 4-5 and five true away games. Right. That's 6-6 that's six and six uh, away not from a good look. the mood. And Patrick Wright. You got the Big 12 tournament, uh, basically to get it down to get some type of comfort level being away, yep. the you against the world mentality, whatever it may be. Because when you hit the tournament, that it, those are very uh, inhospitable conditions because you're going to be playing in big arenas and stuff that you're not familiar with, and you'll be playing against the best competition in the country. And he's right. The majority of those people in that arena, although you, you know, if you make it far enough, hopefully you'd be playing in the state of Texas. That'd be yeah. beautiful. But they'll be rooting against Texas. They always do. That's the beauty of being Texas. Right. That's what even uh, it's the beauty and the beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> CDC talks about it. He and Longhorn fans hate when he brings up the uh, the analogy, but he always says that you know Texas. If you want to go to Texas, you know you got to be Goliath. Yep. You're not David. And there's all, not. They're always trying to take you down. Yeah, for you're not sure. Gonna, you're, sneak, you're not sneaking up on anybody. They're trying to slay the giant. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll see. But Texas big matchup coming up on the road. 
speaking of, versus TCU. Uh, that is their next game. What you TCU. call them purple kryptonite. Another it, it, version of it. Yeah. yeah. And TCU's playing. Now, I mean, the Big 12, these teams go through these. And you, how could you not? Texas actually has been one of the few teams to avoid like a rough stretch, I mm-hmm. should say. They've had, obviously, an off game here, too. Haven't lost back-to-back games. Um, but teams just kind of go through these lulls, and then they go through these, you know, these different spells throughout the season. And right now, it seems like TCU's playing some decent basketball now, too, mm-hmm. um, after struggling themselves. Because they got their best player back. Miles Boykin, Mike Jack, or Mike Miles. What is his Why name? Why did I say Boykin? Because that was another basketball was player. Miles. <laughs> Miles, what's his last name? Matt? Is it Mac Miles? No, it's Mike Miles. Mike Miles. Mike Miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, back. He's back. Yeah, yeah. And healthy. Uh, okay, Texas baseball uh, with a big win in terms of the series win over Indiana, but they did not win the last game over Indiana. Uh, they lost that game, and uh, Coach Pierce seemed very upset by it. Hard. He, some people said he actually had a little bit of a tirade. I don't know if it's. I didn't hear it. I read the comments, so I didn't no. hear the comments. Well, I got a chance to listen to a little bit of it. He wasn't. He he wasn't as harsh. As most would say, like, you know, people were talking about the Augie rant and how he used explicit, you know, words. He didn't do that. At least I don't know what happened in the locker room. We haven't seen the video yet. I, was, I haven't but seen it, so the, I, they, from it ain't the, Augie style. Right, yeah. it wasn't Augie style. But when you look at what he was saying, it's basically saying that people weren't reading the card. The card, the numbers, or whatever it was that he was giving them, the signs basically is where it was. And I, I've been around the game a long time, and they're trying to do certain things so people don't steal the signs and okay. all this other stuff. So they might have missed some signs, but it ended up costing them, obviously, because runners got thrown out. They got some caught stealings. There were some bad, like he said, communication. So moving forward, I think that they're going to be a lot better, and they just had a bad day. They had a bad day. At the dish. And to your point of what you said earlier, too, Rod, he was looking at this as an opportunity to sweep this team heading into tomorrow night's matchup with LSU, who I got a chance to see this past weekend. And I'm going to try to get Ben McDonald, former LSU pitcher, broadcaster, as well, former number one overall pick in the major league draft. I was working with him this past weekend. I'm going to try to get him on with us tomorrow to kind of preview the game in in the matchup because he's going to be on with Zeke and Zonk um, tomorrow. They're going to zoom him in part of the telecast for LHN. So it's going to be kind of really cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be really cool. But, yeah, I mean, it happens in the game, and there have been missed signs. But if you've done it once and you see it twice, don't give them the sign anymore. Change it until you get more time with them and make make sure that everybody's on the same. You get a timeout. And it also goes back to the coaches, too. It goes back to the coaches being able to communicate. You got a a first base coach, needs to be in the base runner's ears. Mm -hmm. You got Coach Pierce at third, needs to make sure that everybody's got the sign to, and there's got to be a signal to signify that you got it. Yeah, confirm. Confirmation. Confirmation sign. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because it happens quite a bit. And there's times where you can make it very subtle that you confirmed. And if not, wipe it off. Change it. Don't do it. You know, there's there's different ways to to fix it quickly. Because if there's not a confirmation or you haven't given them the place to where they feel comfortable saying, I got it, then take it off. 
You can take like, all this stuff so off. You add like checks and balances to yeah. some fail safes yeah. in place to make sure. Hey, do you got to sign? I got to sign. What's the sign? I What's didn't coach. Sign? At, okay. I didn't coach <laughs> at this level, but I coached enough games to where I'm always trying to. Because guys, there's a lot that goes into it. it. Is, there's man. a lot. Yep. And if you don't have it, then show me you don't have it. Yeah. Because I'm assuming you got it. And that's what situational right. baseball. That's what situational, like situational football. Yes, um, a, a lot of it is. I'm with you. It's just focus, right. alignment, assignment. Yes, just kind of getting back to the details, and that's exactly. probably why he blew up. That they're missing out on the basic, basic small details. And truth be told, Coach Pierce was probably looking ahead a little bit to LSU, especially after they, you know, won three in a row, mm-hmm. and he thought they were probably going to sweep Indiana. He he probably he's watching, yeah. right? That Carbot yeah. Classic that yeah. you were, that you were working, and he saw the same thing that you were warning Look, us oof. about in your Hard Knock Life. Like, hey guys, we ain't buttoned up against that group. Yeah, we will get embarrassed. Correct. At home. Correct. At home. Embarrassed after you swept LSU last year. So, yeah, embar- okay. they want, so they want to yes. embarrass you. Yeah. Getting back to Patrick's part about Texas basketball, yeah. I'm going on the road. No, no, you're hated nationally. That's good, yeah. all right. But just so you know, LSU would they they're the best they team in the country. They're looking for y'all right now, and they want to embarrass yeah. Texas. No and doubt. I think Coach Pierce knows that he doesn't want no this doubt. team to go into that that matchup without a crystallized, extreme focus. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we may not be good enough to beat LSU, but yeah. we can't get embarrassed. No, at the dish. No, not at that all. That is that. That, it cannot happen. Yeah. All right. So I think that's probably why he went off a little bit because he's looking at LSU and going, "We play like that against LSU." Nope. They're gonna put up. They're gonna, they they gonna put up fifteen on us. They coming. And they were. <laughs> they remember what happened last year when when you were at the uh, Minute Maid Classic down there, the Shiners Hospital College Classic, where you beat them six to one. They had twenty five thousand fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Thanks again. And they stayed in town because they just drove, drove down right south. They right here. They here. They here. They here. They, they've been hanging, hanging out at Mud Bugs. Exactly. For all the Cajun food spots in the exactly. city. They've been hanging out Show, Show Creek, Creek Saloon, yeah. kicking it there. Like, yeah. what are those people doing out yeah. here? Oh, they ready. They are ready. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that matchup tomorrow with LSU. And you did a little breakdown. If you haven't, if you didn't hear the Harsh Knock Life, I would encourage you to go check it out. It was really good. Just a break. And that's really good and scary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really good. Just talking about how good this LSU squad is. Give me... The three things right now, at the top of your head, Texas got to do to pull the upset over LSU. You can't turn. You, I was going to say turn the ball over, but and you that's can, basically can't beat yourself. you can beat yourself. Can't, can't beat yourself. Don't make don't errors. Yeah, uh, make sure you don't miss signs, and make sure you keep the ball in play. Mm. Keep the put the ball in play and make them make plays as well. So they don't have to make mistakes. They, they, yeah. yeah, they they, they, they comp- exactly they yeah. compound your mistakes though. And that's the thing because throughout that lineup, one through nine, there's thumpers in there. There's no let up. There's, there's no, no there, there, you, everything there's no is high down. leverage. Everything yeah. is high leverage. Yeah, there's no let down on that lineup. And you're already going to be playing kind of fired up anyway. This is uh, the number one team in the nation. Come on now. That's why Iowa's season was made this past Saturday when they beat them, but they had a pitcher that was throwing 100 miles an hour. This is the kid that plays wide receiver. This is the kid that plays wide receiver. That dude's a beast. He was throwing a hundred miles an hour. Very first pitch was a hundred. His second pitch was a hundred and one. His last pitch that he threw in the game before he got relieved of his duties was ninety eight miles an hour. 
like dude is nasty <laughs> and he silly, had a six slider they were talking about it on the telecast the change up they were like oh he let up a little bit it was 90 <laughs> you know, he like, let up a yeah little he let bit. up a little bit it was 90 man that so. dude is a freakish yeah, athlete he's, he's a sophomore that. too right well yes he's a sophomore last draft eligible next year wow yeah that's All why right. there was a lot of scouts in the and they wanted to see the matchup yeah, you know what yeah. I'm going against the big, and, yeah. he, and, and he, he showed, showed up. up. <laughs> yeah. He showed up. I think he made himself some yeah, money. He'll be he in did. somebody's league. He will. No doubt about that. No doubt. Uh, all right. The uh, Texas uh, basketball team uh, will be playing up against uh, TCU uh, later on this week. Texas baseball, they play against LSU tomorrow. As a matter of fact, you'll be able to hear that live right here on 104.9 The Horn. We'll be off a little bit early, uh, but give you up to Texas baseball tomorrow. All right. We come back. Austin FC, disappointing loss to an expansion franchise at at home, the home oh. opener for the 2023 season. We'll talk about it on the other side, right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful night. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a Smooth Soul Monday. That's my man Patrick DJing Smooth Soul Monday playing jams to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans whose team have taken an L over the weekend. That indeed was Austin FC. <laughs> they took an L. This was an ugly L too. Not ugly in the... Well, they were up 2-1 actually at one point. They ended yeah. up losing 3-2. But it's, it's ugly because St. Louis, if you look at St. Louis City FC, they have the lowest odds of winning the championship this year. So yeah, MLS, or at least the Vegas Wise guys, they believe out of all the MLS teams that the St. Louis City FC will be the worst of all of the MLS teams. And maybe they won't be because no. <laughs> they looked you know, better than people thought versus Austin FC. But to beat Austin FC in their home opener uh, in Austin when last year they had lost, what, three games total out of yep. 19 at home last season. One of the best home teams in all of MLS. Went to the Western Conference Finals last year, so mm-hmm. they had a remarkable season. It's just a— Just it, paid all their players, been just, doing all oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, great point. Yeah, and it was a smart move by yep. them uh, to, sport, to, to pay all those guys after their great season. Play well too. Uh, Drew, 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 you know, the season isn't over after losing, you know, the first match of the season, but it's disappointing to start that way. And honestly, hard it was lost when Julio Cascante went down. Yeah. Uh, when Cascante went down, that was it. Yeah, and, and and the other part of it too is you start looking at some of the numbers, and I got a chance to watch the entire game and. They possessed the ball 60% of the time. But they had opportunities to score, and they missed them. 
And that's the other part of this, too. But when you look at St. Louis, this made me feel a lot like when the Houston Texans beat the Dallas Cowboys in their inaugural season. (laughs) You know, all the hype is open tonight. You're ready to go. It's that time. And here we go. Soccer's back. Another sold-out house. And they score early, number one. And then they score late by your guy passing them the ball. It was unbelievable when you watched it. It was like it was a straight pass to him as if they were at practice. And ironically, that was uh, Jared Stroud. Yes. Who used to play for Austin. That's what I was thinking. I was like, did y'all think (laughs) y'all were just back at it? Yeah. And ironically, another Shakespearean irony of the matchup, Kip Keller, who had a terrible game because he had to come in and sub for Cascante when Cascante went down. Exactly. I'm not sure if they said what it was. It was a lower leg. I'm not sure if it was a knee or groin. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But Cascante went down, did not return. Kip Keller, who was basically on the pitch for his seventh career MLS game. Right. (laughs) Like 105 fewer uh, games than Cascante. You're talking about a seasoned veteran. Mm -hmm. And Kip Keller, in just his second year as a player, 22 years old, having to be thrown right in the mix there. You would have liked him to perform a little bit better, but he was he was, he was was overwhelmed, it seemed like, uh, because from the jump, he had a disastrous game. He allowed a goal in, like, the 24th minute. It was not allowed a goal. Basically, he was one-on-one with yeah. Tim Parker, and he allowed Tim Parker to get around him, um, and he attempted that no-look pass that you were talking about. <sighs> In the 75th minute, Jared Stroud intercepts it and then is able uh, to get it past Stuver to make it 2-2. And then in the 86th minute, mm-hmm. Keller was one-on-one with Klaus uh, on a breakaway, and he just couldn't keep up. And Klaus goes in and uh, gets it past Stuver. He even tried to goal. foul him. He even tried to foul him just, to, and just couldn't grab him. So it was a tough, tough look, man. And – you know, the energy that was in the stadium. I didn't get a chance to go. My son was working. I know. I wanted to go, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was working. I made it home in time to watch the game, but I would have never made it over to Q2. But, you know, it's a learning experience. It happens. It's what it is. And that's the beautiful thing about the soccer match is that you play a lot of games. You're going to get a lot of opportunities. You're going to get adjustments. But the thing is, late in the season – you're going to look back, and if you're in a position where these points are going to matter, that might be the game that you look at because this is a team that should not have even been able to play with you. I know it's – we remember how they looked in their expansion year. Yes. They had some yes. problems. It was uh, tough sledding there. We lost interest pretty early on in right, the, the right. first year for Austin FC, but they, I would say they battled back in year two and had one of the best seasons in all of uh, MLS, and I think we were all hooked uh, yeah. On it by then, so I guess, I guess going forward now, the question is, how long is Cascante going to be out? Yeah, and that's the biggest question. How much can Kip Keller improve in the time that Cascante is out? Because I believe that Kip Keller is the only like central defender that was on the bench mm-hmm. for them. Now I don't know how the rules work. If there can be acquisitions, and oh yeah, someone says Kip Keller grew up in St. Louis, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe so. Maybe he was distracted. Maybe he was nervous. Twenty-two years old. He's twenty-two. Maybe he was nervous. Twenty-two years old. Yeah, seven. playing on the big stage. Yeah, so it could yeah. be that. That's a good point. Maybe he was nervous playing up against you know the the hometown team, that kind of thing. Uh, but either way, that's those are the two biggest questions. How much can Kip Keller perf- you know improve, and how much you know time? Does he have to improve, and how long is Cascante going to be out? 
Well, tonight Soccer Matters comes on after us. Hey. So our man Glenn Davis That's might right. be able to give us some information and some insight on what he's hearing about Cassante's, uh injury and if how long he's going to be out. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Thank you for bringing that up, Hard. That's why you are the man. Uh, also, uh, we were looking for Kip Kelly did not speak to the media afterwards either, so I believe that um, Coach Wolf is trying to yeah. protect the young guy. Absolutely. They know he's a bit fragile. All the players afterwards, after the match, had nothing but complimentary things to say about how they were going to rally around him and how they know that he has a ton of talent and he'll get past this. And I believe he will. I just think yeah. he was he was – he was ill prepared to go out there mentally. Right. And we've seen it. I and he, wasn't, that, he probably was thinking, I'm not getting in exactly. the game today. Exactly. We've seen that in all sports yeah, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you know, like, oh, that guy was not prepared to go out there. And then you give him a week, or not a week, but you give him, you know, a couple of days or whatever it takes for them to prepare and for them to really embrace the fact that they're going to be in that starting role and get acclimated to it. And he won't perform that badly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's gonna go out there and be a you know a strength for the team, but I think he was he was a liability. He was an Correct. active liability for them in that match. His plus minus was, was not good. <laughs> <laughs> like they like they were yeah. they were picking on Kip Keller. Exactly. I don't think it'll be that bad in the next match, but that's the big concern is Cascante's injury going forward for them. So yeah, uh, I I think uh, Austin FC is gonna have a great year, and uh, man, oh, we're yeah. gonna try to get out to an Austin FC match. We definitely are gonna we try got, to get maybe out there. We do like a field trip or something. Yeah. For the group, because um, I know my wife's trying to get out there. She wanted to go to this match, and we were gonna go, and then basically she had a miscommunication yeah. with the person about, it, and then we uh, didn't end up getting the tickets. Yeah, I'm a jinx though, so I can't. Yeah, you said last time you went, they lost. Last time they lost. They lost three home games, too. Yeah, Yeah. I I was at one of them. So, (laughs) that's a good point. If you were at one of those losses and you were at this loss, you might need to reconsider your fandom. Yeah. You might need to watch the games from afar. Yeah, they got Apple. Listen, I got Apple Plus because I uh, I actually, you know, subscribe to it. So, I have Apple TV. I'm not sure if I have the MLS package. I do know, and Patrick was talking about it too, some of the games are free with having Apple uh, TV, mm-hmm. and I do have that. So, I don't know. I'll let you guys know exactly uh, what the situation is. I know a lot of people and were I, asking I will, about it. I will it. tell people, if you have T-Mobile, uh, they are giving it away for free as I well. That. I heard that Because too. I have it, as much as I don't watch a ton of MLS. They just gave it to you. Yeah. For the so, year. For yes. The, for the, wow, that's pretty so, cool. So, if you have that, yeah. you might want to look into that to get a free package. So you can watch all of the MLS games. I like that. There you go. Um, oh, Texter says they can call Romagna from loan. They can so they can recall yeah. Romagna from loan, who is currently playing in France. Okay, that works. There you go. There it is. Thanks, Texters. Nice yeah. little nugget there. Uh, all right. Uh, so we'll talk. We'll be talking more soccer. Hopefully, we're talking about a win. We for need a victory. MC. And don't we forget, do Glenn Davis follows our show here coming up in just a little bit. Damn right. And he will give you some updates and give his thoughts on what he saw. Watching the Austin FC as well. Yeah, Glenn Davis always does a great job for us. Soccer matters. All right, we come back. We'll let you know what matters. We'll tell you what's on tap, and also uh, we'll let you know um, what the uh, the the other topics are that are coming up for us tomorrow. Because I got a couple that I'm going to bring up. One I just shared with my man Harge in the break that we have to discuss tomorrow. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. One of four nine the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I? Have some of your tasty beverage to wash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, 
It's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That is really good. That is good. That is... Pop a top again. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Get ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. If you miss any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com and you can catch up with them on the podcast page. How about this texture? My wife and I are uh, my wife and I both play in the Lamurga, the crazy band in the supporter section at Q2. If y'all want to take in the game in that environment, uh the Murgo, the I hope I started I'm pronouncing it right, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, we'll get you tickets anytime. No sitting and beer showers several times each match. Wow, beer showers. I don't know how I feel about the beer showers. I had it once. You sat in this section. I sat in that section before. Disrespectful to beer. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I'm not throwing the beer, but I do. Thank you for the invitation, though. No doubt. We appreciate Thank you that. for that. Very kind. We'll I come by there and say hi. I definitely will come by the section. I know that section. I, I do, too. I'm bringing a towel. <laughs> uh, I would have my mouth open ready for the yeah, beer it'll be being thrown into the air that's good with me uh, so thank you for the invitation appreciate that thank you for all your participation on the Specs text line what's on tap for you tonight Harch? I'm going to go check out o- Ohio State I'm going to be in Frisco this weekend so I got to get prepared for a conference call tomorrow so I'm going to look at Ohio State baseball because they're going to be in Frisco this week. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Man, you're doing a lot of baseball. It's that time. It is you know, that time. It's that time. It's getting it out of the way because the tournaments happen at the very beginning of the year and yeah. then we're done. Like Texas end up going to uh, the Shriner Classic like I was talking about before. They're mm-hmm. going to be in Houston this weekend. Okay. And I'm going the opposite direction. Well, it's this good weekend. because you you see all these teams at the beginning of the year and then when we get to yeah. postseason, you've a seen a lot of these them. teams That's already. Right. You've already seen LSU out, so you've seen some good teams already. So glad my man Harge is working, doing the scouting for That's us right. so we ain't got to do it. Uh, Patrick, what's on tap for you, brother? Uh, Instant Series tonight at 8 right here on nice. the Horn. We're talking a lot of NBA. Probably go into a little bit about what the Lakers are going to have to do now that LeBron James That's is right. going to be out for an extended period of time. That's wow. right. Wow. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. He pre- may not be playing with his son. I promise you that. Well, all not- these injuries. Yeah, you know, he's getting hurt a oh, lot. He's going to play with his son. He's got to go out there on crutches and with a cane. <laughs> LeBron's going to play with Bronny. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, Patrick just mentioned one of the things that we will talk about tomorrow is the LeBron James injury. That right foot. Maybe he played through it. Yep. He, played he through went it. down and said, I heard something snap or pop or whatever. Everybody thought it was worst case scenario. He played through it and ended up winning the game, beating the Mavs, coming down from 27 points. Uh, but as Patrick mentioned, Shame Sharania. Sham Sharania. Um, he is reporting from the athletic that uh, LeBron James with a right foot injury expected to be out yep. for an extended period of time. That means extended any extended period of time means he's not going to make the playoffs. Extended period of time also means we are going to rest this for a little while and then reevaluate. Yes, which you're yes. basically saying like we don't even know. It could be the rest of the season. Yeah. It could be. Well, we're not for like a week and a half. We're not even going to test it. Yeah, so it's going to be like a week chilling. and a half before yeah. we even do anything, two weeks for you. So that's usually what an extended period of time means. Sure. So they're going to be in it. We got, I mean, Trey, the the Atlanta Hawks has hired Quinn Snyder. We could talk about how crazy that's going to be yep. on the show tonight. Because Quinn Snyder's been chilling here the whole time. Yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, man, if you coach in Missouri and you coach in, in Utah and you coach in Austin, where are you going to keep your house? Yeah, you keeping it here. <laughs> That's Austin. right. That's pretty obvious. Unless you finna move to the ATL, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get into that. Also, uh, Deion Sanders had made some very, uh, I guess, a controversial comments. He was 
stating what he liked, the traits he liked in his quarterback, yeah. and what he looks for in a quarterback, got him in a little hot water. So we'll play those comments and it's talk about that tomorrow It's ironic because too. it wasn't even in his home home. Uh, yeah, right. right. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's a great point. We'll get into that too coming up tomorrow a little bit. And of course, more talk about the NFL Combine. As a matter of fact, I might tell my Combine yes. story. I'll get into my Combine experience a little bit. Uh, Alright, I want to thank all you guys. Uh, thank my man Hards. Thank my man Patrick as well. And thank all you guys for listening. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Uh, Soccer Matters coming up next with Glenn Davis. Peace.